Everyone who was anyone in England knew about the feud. Baron Coswold of Axholm, one of King John's closest advisers, and Baron Percy of Verk, also called friend and confidant by the king, had spent the last ten years trying to destroy each other. The competition between the two men was fierce. Each wanted more wealth than the other, more power, more prestige, and certainly more favoritism from the king. They fought bitterly over everything, and they coveted one prize most of all, Princess Gabrielle. At the mere mention of her name they became as rabid as mad dogs. Both barons were determined to marry this prized beauty. The king was amused by their fits of jealousy. At every opportunity he pitted one against the other. In his mind they were his pets, who would do any trick he requested just to please him. He knew about their obsession with Baron Geoffrey's daughter, Gabrielle, but he had no intention of giving her to either. She was far too valuable. He preferred instead, whenever it suited his needs, to dangle the possibility that each man might still have a chance to win her hand in marriage. Everyone who was anyone in England knew who Gabrielle was. Her beauty was legendary. She had grown up in Wellingshire, not far from the King's Palace. Her life there was quiet and relatively secluded, until she came of age and was presented to the court. With her protective father, Baron Geoffrey of Wellingshire, at her side, she had endured an audience with King John that lasted no more than ten minutes at the most. Yet that was all it took for the king to become completely enchanted. John was in the habit of taking what he wanted when he wanted it. His reputation for lechery was well known. It wasn't unusual for him to seduce the willing and the unwilling wives and daughters of his barons, and then the morning after boast of his conquest. However, he didn't touch Gabrielle, for her father was one of the most powerful and influential barons in England. John had enough conflicts on his hands. He didn't need another. He was being assaulted from all sides, and he believed that none of the conflicts were of his doing. His problems with Pope Innocent III had recently increased tenfold. Because John refused to accept the Pope's choice of Stephen Langton as Archbishop of Canterbury, the Pope had placed an interdict on England. All church services were banned, except for baptisms and confessions, and since bishops and priests had fled their churches to get away from John's wrath, finding one to perform either of those two sacraments was nearly impossible. The interdict infuriated King John, and he had responded by confiscating all church property.